0: of Black Girl on, I tell the story of 27-year-old Private First Class Denisha Montgomery-Smith, who was found dead on April 9, 2022. Denisha was stationed in Germany as a member of the Army's military police. But not long after her arrival, she alleged that she was assaulted by four fellow officers. 21 days later, Denisha was found dead inside a closet in the barracks. Her family was told that she committed suicide, but they say that Denisha was not suicidal, and they believe she was murdered, and the assault that she alleged happened had something to do with it. Since her death, her family has been demanding answers and justice for her. What really happened on August 9th 2022. This is Denisha's story. When I first heard about Denisha's story on TikTok, her sister Brooklyn posted a video asking for help spreading information about her sister's suspicious death. Since her death, her family has been on a journey to get justice for Denisha who they believe without a doubt was murdered. Despite the military ruling her death a suicide, Denisha's story reminds me in many ways of Lavina Johnson's story. If you remember, Lavina was also in the military, and she was found shot to death on an army base, and her death was also ruled a suicide, despite compelling evidence that Lavina was possibly murdered. They both were also stationed overseas. The more recent story of the murder of Vanessa Gian has shown a light on how reports of harassment and assaults are handled by the military and exposed the multitude of failures that have been systemic throughout the various branches of the military. There are many unknowns about what happened to Denisha, but the things we do know, both before and after her death, raise a lot of questions about what the military told her family and ultimately concluded about her death. When Denisha enlisted in the Army in 2021, she was a married mother of three who wanted to help create a better life for her family. Originally from Elizabethtown, Kentucky, her mother Heather Clark said that Denisha joined the military because she had always been interested in forensics and had dreams of becoming an Elizabethtown police officer. She was using the military for experience to help her with her career once she returned home. Her mom told a local paper, "Quote." Denisha had a love for her town and her community, and that's why she wanted to be a police officer for Elizabethtown Police Department eventually. She wanted to make it a better place for everybody. The people who knew Denisha best said that she was someone who always wanted to help people, especially her community. But her three boys were her world, and everything that she was trying to accomplish in her young life was for them. By all accounts, Denisha was a happy, loving mother and wife. Her husband, Josh Smith, said that his wife was like a quote-unquote perfect person, and that's why he married her. For Denisha, joining the military was a step in her journey, but she wasn't the first or only person in her family who was in the military. She actually came from a military family. Her sister Brooklyn was also in the Army, and an aunt of hers had been awarded a Purple Heart. As she began her own military career, Denisha was excited to start this new chapter of her life. Her husband said that she just wanted her family to be proud of her. After her enlistment in January 2021, she was assigned to the 139th Military Police Company. But a year later, in the spring of 2022, she found out that she and her unit were being deployed for a nine-month rotation to Germany. In May 2022, she arrived in Wiesbaden, Germany, and as exciting as her first overseas deployment may have been, Denisha was looking forward to getting back as soon as possible to her family, and she was scheduled to come back home in September of that year. According to her family, once Denisha arrived in Germany for her deployment, everything was pretty normal. Thanks to FaceTime, she was able to see her kids and family and update them about how she was adjusting. But everything changed on July 19th, 2022. Less than two months after Denisha arrived in Germany, her family received a disturbing FaceTime call from her. She was very upset and asked her family to record what she was about to tell them in case something happened to her. In the video recording that's about 12 minutes long, Denisha details an assault that she alleged happened at the hands of her fellow soldiers that she was deployed with. She said the assault took place on her day off after a group of them decided to go to a water park. Denisha and four other soldiers, who were also members of the military police, spent the day at the park drinking and riding rides, but on their way back, something happened. What exactly happened next, or why, isn't clear, but... According to Denisha, in that recorded call, on the way back to their barracks, the people she was with began attacking her. They choked me out. Look, they did, they was doing me in the car. Uh, I kept telling them, I was like, I can't breathe. I was like, I can't breathe. I was gasping for air. I was like, bro, I ain't never been so scared in my life. I legit, I thought I was going to die in the car, bro. During that call, Denisha shows her family the bruises that she had all over her body and would look like a puncture wound on her shoulder. Denisha was clearly afraid, but she was also worried about Army leadership. She told her family that she no longer trusted them, but she did tell them that she was going to report the assault. I'm going to talk to CID tomorrow. And what, tell them that you just want to get out or what? I'm I'm telling them that I don't want to be here no more. I'll do whatever I have to do, mom. I'm coming. I can't be here no more. I don't trust them. I don't trust my leadership. I don't I don't want to be here with none of them no more. The information Denisha's family was receiving from her was disturbing, and they said that they had never seen her so scared. They knew based on the bruises and her demeanor that something had definitely happened to her and they were rightfully worried about her. While they were on the phone with her, her family also called the Red Cross to report the assault. Denisha told her family that she was planning to report the assault to the Army's Criminal Investigation Department. Now, although she was suspicious of leadership at that point, she knew that she needed to report the assault. But when she went to speak to the CID, she was told that she herself would be charged with assault. The day after that FaceTime call with her family, Denisha texted her uncle and told him that the CID said, They told me if I reported an assault, I'll be charged with assault too, because I mushed the female and bit the male that was choking me. Which is ridiculous, because if she was being attacked, then she would have the right to defend herself. So why would she be charged with assault? Also, at the time, she was the only one reporting the assault. So, at the least, an investigation should have been launched. But Denisha told her uncle that she was told that there is no self-defense in the military. And so, instead of encouraging her to report the alleged assault so they could investigate, the CID brushed Denisha's concerns aside. And so, out of fear of retaliation, Denisha did not make a formal complaint. Women being assaulted both sexually and physically in the military has been a long-standing issue. And while these issues also affect men who serve, most of the victims are women. And most women who are assaulted do not report the attacks out of fear that they will be retaliated against. Women make up a smaller percentage of the military, and in a male-dominated environment, misogyny and sexism often rear its ugly head. I mean... Even Denisha, prior to reporting the assault, was suspicious of her leadership. When she spoke to her family on the 21st, Denisha was determined to leave Germany. She was scared and she didn't trust the people that she was with. But being in the army meant that she couldn't just pack up and leave without permission. And so, with just a little over a month left on her deployment, Denisha decided that she would just lay low until it was time to go back to Fort Stewart. Eight days later, on July 27th, she sent a text to her uncle, who had been trying to get a hold of her for the past couple of days, and her message said, quote, I'm sorry, I've just been depressed, and I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I decided not to say anything. I didn't want to end up getting in trouble, too. I'm okay. My bruises are starting to go away. I've just been keeping my head down, staying in my room, and going to work. When I get back to Stuart... I have another NCO who's going to get me in his squad, so I don't have to directly deal with those people, but I'm okay. I love you so much, and I appreciate all your help. It was obvious that Denisha had been traumatized by what had happened to her, but after being discouraged to file a report and unable to leave, she had no choice but to try and lay low until it was time to leave. Once back in the States, she planned to transfer to another unit, and hopefully, put this entire situation behind her. She started preparing herself for her return and even began packing her things so she would be ready when the time came. Despite what happened to Denisha, she was trying her best to be okay. She was sad, but according to her family, she was not suicidal. During one of her last conversations with her husband, they were FaceTiming while she packed up some of her things. Her mom told the Messenger Inquirer, She and her husband were dancing together on video chat. She was smiling, blowing him kisses while she pecked her stuff. She was in a good mood, and she was excited about coming home. But 21 days after Denisha told her family about the assault, they received unthinkable news. Denisha was dead. 27-year-old Denisha Montgomery Smith was stationed in Germany during her deployment with the U.S. Army when she told her family that four fellow soldiers assaulted her. 21 days later, she was found dead in the barracks. When her family is informed of her death, they are immediately suspicious, and they begin demanding answers. On August 9, 2022, at the Lucius Clay Barracks in Wiesbaden, Germany, Denisha was found dead inside a standalone closet. A few hours later, the Army contacted her family to inform them of her death. They said that we're sorry to inform you that your daughter has uh, committed suicide by suffocation. And I said, how do you suffocate yourself? Before a thorough investigation could have possibly taken place, Denisha's death had already been ruled a suicide. Her family, however, knew that Denisha would not have killed herself. From the moment that they were informed of her death, there was no doubt that this was not a suicide. Fresh in their minds was what Denisha herself had told them just 21 days prior to her death. Her aunt Amika Light told WDRB that when they found out that the army was saying Denisha killed herself, quote, we was like, no, that doesn't make any sense at all. If you knew Denisha, there would be no question in your mind how strong of an individual she was. Mentally, physically, we knew that she was happy. None of it made sense, and her family was determined to make sure that people knew Denisha's story and what happened to her. After initially telling her family that her death was a suicide... Five days after her body was found, the Army released a statement that said in part, On August 9th, Private First Class Denisha Montgomery, assigned to the 139th Military Police Company, was found unresponsive in her barracks room on Lucius Clay Kasserine in Wiesbaden, Germany. Emergency services were immediately called, and the scene was secured until their arrival. She was pronounced dead on the scene. The incident is currently under investigation by the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Division. A complete and thorough investigation will be conducted. We take any and all accusations regarding this incident seriously and request everyone refrain from posting unsubstantiated information to social media platforms. But that statement only deepened Denisha's family's suspicions. If her death was now under investigation, then... Why were they told the same day that her body was found that she died by suicide? Well, the army said that what happened was when Denisha's body was found, the local police in Wiesbaden were called to the scene and that they were accompanied by a doctor. The army said that the local police didn't find any signs of foul play. They also did not perform an autopsy, but they did hand the case over to the local prosecutor, who declined to investigate the case, and then handed it back to the army. The more details that Denisha's family found out about the actions of the army, the more they became convinced that someone was attempting to cover something up. Eventually, her family hired an attorney, and their efforts on social media to bring awareness to the case were spreading. Her sister Brooklyn began sharing videos of her sister and reposting other creators who were speaking out about Denisha's story. The Army insisted that they were thoroughly investigating Denisha's death, but her family was not satisfied with the way that things were going, and they, in all honesty, had no faith that the Army would do the right thing. They had already issued a no-contact order, barring anyone that was in the car that night, from speaking with Denisha's family. In September 2022, her family sat down with News Nation and shared with them the recording that they made on July 19th of that conversation that they had with Denisha. Being able to see Denisha made it clear that she was afraid. At the time, when asked for a comment, the Army would only say that they were investigating the matter. But in that interview... The family lawyer made it clear that they wanted the FBI to get involved in this investigation. In October 2022, Nation obtained reports that said after all that time, Danisha's cause of death was still pending, and her sister Jada revealed something that the family had been told by the Army. She said, quote, The U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Division told us on the phone that on the night at the water park, Two individuals that were not with her tried to sexually assault her in a restroom, but the army stated clearly that the people that were with her tried to chase them down and they were trying to help her. But this, of course, was nothing like what Denisha had told them happened that day. After months of trying to find out what happened, Denisha's family was left time and time again with just more questions. The only thing that they knew for sure was that Denisha had not killed herself. In December 2022, Chuck Grassley, a Republican senator from Iowa, sent a letter to the U.S. Army demanding that they investigate Denisha's death. He told them that they had until the 20th of that month to provide a full investigative report and answer the following questions— He said, quote, according to texts provided to my office, PFC Montgomery reported her assault to command staff, but was allegedly told that if she did report the incident, she would be disciplined for assault for fighting back against her assailants. Has the CID investigated whether or not this fact pattern is true? If not, why not? And please explain. He also went on to ask, has the CID identified and interviewed all the occupants of the vehicle stemming from the physical assault that occurred on July 19, 2022? If so, please provide all the records. If not, why not? And finally, he asked, did the PFC Montgomery report a sexual assault and rape to the CID or anyone on her command staff prior to July 19, 2022? If so, what is the status of that investigation? Almost everyone who heard Denisha's story found the circumstances suspicious. And considering the track record of the military, it's no wonder people other than Denisha's family had questions about what was going on. In January 2023, News Nation obtained the report from the CID and they also received three cell phone videos that show what took place in that car on July 19th, 2022. In one of the videos, you can see Denisha arguing with one of the females that was in the car. And in that same video, Denisha asked to be let out of the car. And then one of the male officers in the backseat puts his arms around her neck. In another video, Denisha can be seen trying to get away, screaming and crying for them to let her go. One of the officers is heard saying, get that effing bee back in the car. And then in a third video, Denisha is seen on camera laid across the three officers in the back seat, while one of them is covering her mouth with his hand. She can be heard saying, I can't breathe. According to the Army's report, The officers in the car had no idea why Denisha was behaving the way that she was and reported that they had to restrain her because she had become belligerent and was trying to get out of the car while it was moving. They said that they did what they did to stop her from harming herself. But Denisha's family said that the videos were proof that she had been assaulted. However, in the months following the release of the video and the letter from Senator Grassley, Denisha's family didn't get any real information about this case. Her sister, Brooklyn, continued to share information about her story on TikTok, and more and more people were finding out about what happened to Denisha. After months of waiting, the Army finally released their final report, concluding that Denisha had committed suicide. But once again, the information coming from the Army only added to the many questions about Denisha's death. WJLC got a hold of the final report and compared it to an initial report, and what they found was a bunch of discrepancies. The final report concluded that during the incident on July 19th, that Denisha's fellow officers were trying to restrain her because she was drunk. But the initial report said that more force was used than necessary, something that they omitted from the final report. The initial report also said that leadership was not aware of any behavioral health problems. But the final report said that Denisha was suicidal because she had marriage problems and financial problems. Her husband, Josh, denies that they were having any problems. Quote, No marriage problems. It was just her being gone and feeling lonely. The reason she was talking suicidal stuff is because she was trying to find a way to get out of the military quicker without worrying about dealing with her leadership or anything. The initial report also said that the position of her body was quote-unquote not normal because her feet were on the ground and therefore she would have just been able to stand up. The final report stated that cameras in the barracks had been on, but the recording feature had been turned off. It made no mention of the keys that had been reportedly taken from the initial report. Now, when asked about the discrepancies, the Army said that the initial report was preliminary, and they have now concluded their investigation. But Denisha's family doesn't care, and they are far from done. They are determined to get to the bottom of Denisha's death and expose those who they believe are responsible for it and the cover-up. They want everyone to hear the story and know that Denisha did not kill herself. As of the recording of this episode, it's been one year since Denisha Montgomery Smith was found dead in her barracks. There are so many questions about what happened to her. And her family deserves to get those answers. Hopefully, somebody with power to investigate this case will look into what really happened to Denisha. It's hard to imagine that just a month away from coming home that she would kill herself. The people that actually knew her said that she was not suicidal. She may have been upset about the alleged assault, but she just wanted to come home to be with her children and her family. Denisha was only 27 years old, and she left behind a family who loved her. And all they want is for people to hear her story, know her name, and help them demand justice for her. May Denisha Montgomery Smith rest in peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Threads. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.